Gamers. I'm Ben Roth. And I'm Shootkabow. And you're listening to Very Good Music. A VGM podcast. Welcome back. This is part two of our second episode of season three, where we are talking about what, Shukabao? RPG battle themes. That's right. So I am going to assume that most of you listened to part one before this, so I think we're just going to get right into it. A brief reminder, we played fast and loose with what an RPG is, so there are some strategy games in here, both turn-based and real-time. Uh, there are adventure RPGs like Secret of Mana and Tales of whatever, <laughs> um, and also some turn-based tactical, or sorry, turn-based role-playing games, turn-based JRPGs, things like that. Anyway, there's um, Fire Emblem. Yeah. So, but basically. A turn-based tactical or strategy setting where you play like a team of characters that go on some kind of quest is kind of what we did here. And for my part, I tended to stay away from some of the like big series that I've talked about loving. So I don't have any Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, Chrono Trigger, Mario RPGs, any of that stuff. But Shukapau is filling in the blanks for me. And I do have some big-name RPGs that just aren't typically on my radar. So some of these names you're going to be hearing tonight are probably a little bit similar. Shukapau, have you changed up these last five? Oh, yeah, also, we're doing two parts on this episode because I couldn't narrow my list down to seven, so we actually ended up with ten. So we each did five of our tracks last time, and we're doing five more today. I was (laughs) revising my list up through yesterday, which... Um, we're actually recording this on pretty much the last day when we would be able to and still give me time to edit the episode. <laughs> but these are kind of all fresh. Only two of these tracks were on my list already the last time we recorded. What about you? Have you changed anything? Nope. Alright. Okay, yeah. Now let's actually just get into it. Shukapau, what are we starting off with tonight? Oh, I'm picking first. Yeah, you're going to oh, pick yeah. first again. Because huh. well. I picked last, last mm-hmm. time, so I figured we'd just pick the same order. Didn't I start off with Final Fantasy VII last time? You did. All right, well, let's start off with Final Fantasy IV this time. (laughs) Okay, then. And uh, was there more than one battle theme in this game? Yeah, uh, there are. There's the normal enemy theme, then there's the boss theme. Okay, which one are we going to be doing using? The boss theme. All right. Boss theme from Final Fantasy IV. And who composed this? Nobuo Uematsu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Battle 2 from Final Fantasy IV, released in 1991 for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and composed by Nobuo Aimatsu. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know what to say. Except, yeah, that's how I like my Final Fantasy. Intravenously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, of course, well known now that this was Final Fantasy 2 in the US. Yeah but uh, is actually the fourth in the series, but yes. still was the first for the Super Famicom and SNES. And, 
Man, Uematsu knew what he was doing with these instruments. It's... That was gets good stuff. Um, we have played something kind of tangential to this before. Back in our Victory Themes episode, which I think was episode 4 of season 1, we played the Victory over Culex from Super Mario RPG. And Culex's battle theme in that is an arrangement by Yoko Shimomura with Mario RPG instruments of this classic, classic battle theme. Um, if you were going to pick two Final Fantasy battle themes, I think that these two probably are the most well-known. The Final Fantasy VII when you played last week, and then this one. Final Fantasy VI also has a pretty famous battle theme, but at least to classic gamers like me, um, this is where it's at. Final Fantasy has long final boss themes. It does. Like, the Final Fantasy IV one actually isn't as long as some of the other ones, like One Winged Angel is like 7 minutes. And then Dancing Mad is like 16 minutes. Well, it's in 4 movements, yeah. so... <laughs> um, the Zeromas battle theme is actually like five, 5 to 6 minutes, I think. You've beaten this at this point, right? Uh, did you ever actually finish no, it? No, I, I never actually finished it. I want to, like, maybe go back to it gotcha. sometimes, like, at, like the, the CS version or something. Okay. Gotcha. Did you kind of get stuck with your, like, saves? Uh, no, I I just, like, I, I had... <laughs> there was a really tough yep. mandatory enemy before the final boss. Ah. Uh, just wore you down, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well... It's kind of a... Yeah, I, I don't like grinding. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but unless I am glad... Unless it's Pokemon Black and White. <laughs> I am glad that you played the SNES version instead of the DS version. These instruments are nostalgic for me. And I love SNES instruments. I've got some, uh, some old-school stuff on today's playlist, too. My first one for tonight is not super old-school, although it is still 21 years old. <laughs> not 30 years old, like your track, but still 21 years old. Man... Uh, my game came out on the Dreamcast, and this is one of those, the Grandia series, Grandia, 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 anyway, um, is not an unknown series. Uh, we've actually played something from this series before. This one is coming from Grandia 2. This is Fight version 3, and that's Fight, all caps, with two exclamation marks. Uh, and this was composed by the wonderful Noriyuki Iwadari. was Fight Version 3 from Grandia 2, composed by Noriyuki Iwadare. Shukpao, what did you think of that? That was pretty good. <laughs> I love the, the the drums in this one, and also just the... Iwadare is really good with melody. This, that, that's kind of classic for him. Uh, I'm starting to be able to tell Noriyuki Iwadare like I can usually tell uh, Motoi Sakuraba. And uh, speaking of Sakuraba, I mentioned last week that I had not one but two Sakuraba tracks 
I actually don't have any, so <laughs> we will see if you do. <laughs> but, of course, you have brought your uh, Uematsu track that you promised us, so... Um, most of my composers, other than Iwadare, that I am featuring tonight are not super-duper well-known. At least, I don't, I don't think they are. Uh, but this track was really, really good. I don't know much about the Grandia series. Uh, what I looked up was pretty cool. It, it's one where, kind of similar to Xenoblade, way in the past, these two, like, primordial beings um, fought and nearly destroyed the world. And then the one that won, like, this church grew up around it. It's the Church of Granus, which is, like, the god of light. Um, and you... You're main character in this game is like escorting um is like escorting someone from the church and through their journey you like reveal that the history of everything including the church and the world itself is not what it seems um the battle system here is interesting it sounds like it's kind of a combination of the turn-based stuff from like final fantasy but also the being able to move around like in the tales games um uh you can you have your turn-based, uh, real-time strategy stuff, like in Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger, but you can also move around, and depending on how well you do it, you can cancel out an opponent's move, and so there's some, some real-time strategy built into it as well. But yeah, Paper Mario. This is good stuff. The Dreamcast has some really, really good music on it. What do you have for us next, kiddo? Hmm. Well, uh, earlier I mentioned grinding in RPGs and how annoying that is. Gotta grind, gotta grind, gotta grind, gotta grind. A lot of, a lot of <laughs> stuff, a lot of stuff, gotta find it. <laughs> uh, floss. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned uh, yeah. grinding in RPGs. Well, um, I also mentioned that the only game that I actually don't really hate grinding much in is Pokemon Black and White and Black and White 2. Yep, it is so well got... known by now that you love this game. Yes. <laughs> so I've got the um, <laughs> the grinding theme. Ah, basically. okay. The, the wild Pokemon theme? The rare wild Pokemon theme from Pokemon ah. Black and White. Yes, so the one that they want... And Black want, and White, too. Not the one that you hear over and over again while you're grinding, but the one that you want to hear. <laughs> well, okay. Because it so, means you found a rare Pokemon. Well, I'll explain when we get back. Okay. Pokemon battle theme from Pokemon Black, White, Black 2, and White 2, initially released in 2010 and composed by Junichi Masuda for the Nintendo DS. Yes, and as we mentioned a few times on the Pokemon episode that we did with Daryl and Purnell uh, back in Season 2, Episode 7, this game has a lot of composers, but the OG Pokemon composer Junichi Masuda is credited on the Nintendo fandom website with all the battle music for this game. That was good stuff. I I really like how in the Pokemon games they take like the general motif that it was established in the first game for battle music and they just kind of adapt that for different things. I really like the instrumentation in this one. Why did you pick this particular battle theme out of all the ones available in Black and White and black two and white two. I guess I just wanted to um to mix it up a bit. Okay. 
because I like this battle theme and, uh, and it's good. You said you were going to tell me why I wasn't necessarily on the mark a little while Tell earlier. me why. <laughs> no. Uh, you tell me <laughs> why... Because what I said was, oh, this is the track that you want to hear, because when you're grinding and you keep hearing all the regular ones, when you suddenly hear the rare Pokemon music, that must be good, right? Okay, so in Gen 5, they brought in a lot of stuff that they never brought back for some reason. Like, they brought Dark Grass, which had a chance to give you a double battle instead of just a normal battle. Ooh. Dark uh, Grass. They had nether grass. <laughs> oh wait, let's not go back there. <laughs> it is a silly place. Meditation <laughs> battles and triple battles and all that. And they also had rustling grass. Where, like, rotation battles? Yes. Where oh, you okay. like switch? You have three Pokemon on the field and you like switch them into the leading slot and there's a lot of strategy involved. And then you said uh, wrestling grass. That's where you find Incineroar. Oh no, wait, that was a later generation. Rustling no. grass. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> basically, like, every tile you walk, there's a chance for the normal grass nearby to, like, rustle, and when you walk into it, you can find a rare Pokemon, usually an Audino. Ooh. <laughs> and in this game, Audino... I remember that! Oh my gosh, I remember that from when I played Pokemon yeah. Black. Yeah! Wow, there was a lot of Audino. Yeah. Continue. And Audino gives, like, a lot of XP, and so you can pair that with, like, these things called Paths Powers, which you get from the Entrolink, which was an online thing, and the online scandal now, but the, the Paths Powers still work. So, like, you can do little mini-games by yourself, because you're lonely and have no friends, and <laughs> then you get these little Pass Orbs. Oh, oh that's sad. Well, I mean, and, and because the online system was discontinued. Yeah. <laughs> Meavers. Yep. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Du -du -du. Yeah, so cool. So this uh, this particular theme has yeah. some, so some you can, memories for yeah. you. You can pair that with an item called the Lucky Egg, which boosts how much XP you get, and mm -hmm. then if the Pokemon is traded over, it gets more XP for some reason. This game had XP share, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. And then you can, um... Yeah, you can... There's an XP pass power, so you can use the pass orbs for that. And then, yeah, basically you can get a lot of experience. Gotcha. I'm fighting Autonos in yeah. Rustling Grass. And that's where the rare the rare battle scene the, okay. comes from, the Rustling Grass. Cool. And you can also find more Pokemon in there, but they're a lot rarer than Autono. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Well, I'm going to go from a series that is pretty prevalent that a lot of people know about to uh, another one that's... I had never heard of before before this, um, but apparently is fairly well known in Japan. We'll talk a little more about this property when we come back, but I like the name of this track. The name of the track is The Drums of War, Iku Samanui. This was composed by Takahiro Yonemura, and the game is called Utawarerumono, Prelude to the Fallen.
That was the Drums of War, Ikusamanui, from Utawa Reru Mono, Prelude to the Fallen. And uh, Utawa Reru Mono means what is sung in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a <laughs> described on Wikipedia as a Japanese adult tactical role-playing visual novel. So... You will not be playing this anytime soon, <laughs> uh, because when it says adult, it means like you know adult themes. But yeah, uh, before we get into some of that, Shugapau, what did you think of this? That was very good. What stuck out to you about the uh, the instruments on this one? The brass. It was very brassy and brass. Had a lot of brass stings. Yeah, I really wish I brought my trumpet home. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't able to practice my trumpet over the weekend. Oh, but I'm glad that you uh, you missed it. Have you been practicing your piano? Yes. Good. Good. Uh, I think I heard you playing something earlier, playing yes. around on it with the, the little MIDI sounds. But yeah, this is really cool. I like the. So basically, of course, the song is in three parts, as you just heard. Starts out with that. Um, I don't know if it's a sitar. I don't know the specific names of these instruments, but the that. The string instrument in the first parts, um, the the strummed string instrument, and then you go into the part with the flute, which I really, really, really liked. But then that fiddle comes in in the third sort of stinger parts, and then it all comes together and the drums sort of take over a little bit. Uh, very, very cool sounds in this one. This game was apparently highly successful in Japan and has been adapted into several anime series, drama CDs, and internet radio programs, as well as manga. Um, a lot of the gameplay is you're just like reading the text on the screen, uh, which is either dialogue or your main character's like thoughts, uh, but sometimes you will come to what's called a decision point, and you can choose from different options. Um, the choices that you pick don't affect the final outcome of the story, but they affect like the order that it goes in, so that's pretty cool. But it does feature a turn-based tactical role-playing battle system that centers on you moving your player through a square-based grid, like a lot of the tactical RPG, um, turn-based RPGs, um, and then you either have to defeat a set number of enemies or move certain characters to a specific location like while avoiding environmental issues. So, yeah, um, still an RPG and sounds pretty cool. Don't know a whole lot about the story here, which is going to be the case for most of my tracks tonight, except for the very last one, which is not going to be a Falcom Sound Team joint like I said it would last time, because, well, you'll find out why at the end of the show. But that's my last track of the nights, what I was just talking about, obviously not the one I just played. <laughs> that was only my second track of the night, and now we're coming up on your third track. What's it going to be? Uh, we're going to be playing Isaac Battle Theme from Golden Sun. Yeah, I like this one. You haven't played these games yet, have you? No, nope, but I'm going too soon. We've got the first one, and we've got Dark Dawn. I oh, want we, to... we have the first one? Yeah, it's on the Wii U. I don't have to play it on emulator? No. Pog. Yeah, Wait, I, had, I downloaded it on the Wii U. I think I'm also going to download The Lost Age at some point, but I really like Dark Dawn. The first one was kind of hard for me to get into because it's it's oh, it felt a little old and clunky, um, but I really like the story in these games. And uh, I'm glad that even though I did not bring any Sakuraba tonight, you, of course, have done so. And, yeah, you said this is Isaac's battle theme? Yes. Oh, yeah, this is a classic. Good deal.
those don't sound like DS instruments. <laughs> it's because they're... I don't know what <laughs> composing software they used. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, but who arranged this? Emma 194 Alvarado. <laughs> cool. Alright. And this is not from... Well, it's originally from Golden Sun, but this version is from what game? A game we've heard of a few times before on the show. Super Smash Flash 2! Yeah. Yeah! Alright. And uh, what's the Golden Sun stage in this game? It's Venus Lighthouse. Uh, the Venus Lighthouse. That is a that's a pivotal landmark in the Golden Sun games. Do you like this stage? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's It's pretty cool. Is there any other music that plays on this stage? Oh, yeah. The, a remix of the Golden Sun type thing. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Well, this... Uh, I I love this song so much. This is also in Smash. Um... Wait, that sounds like. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. I mean, not exactly, but. Uh, and obviously, that it's different, but it just reminded me of that. That's funny. That's not a battle theme, of course, that's a character theme from Chrono Trigger, which we haven't heard it so far. Hmm. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Anywho, but this is really good. The Golden Sun games are a lot of fun. I think that you will enjoy them. The The gen system is really cool. You get to pull out these little monsters called gens, and you can use them in battle to, like, give yourself buffs or give the enemy nerfs or do lots of um, little things. And if you use enough of them, then you can use a summon, um, which is really cool. Really cool. Isaac summons judgment, and a giant sword falls from the sky and kills everything. Yeah, it cuts yes. the planet in half, and then we're just back on the battlefield. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's his final smash. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. He summons yeah. Shovel, Mega Shovel Knight. I haven't seen how Isaac plays in Smash Flash 2, but I've always thought they could make him a really interesting character, and yet he's always been relegated to assist trophy status. But, oh well, there's always Smash 6, maybe, <laughs> after this. Who knows where they're going to go from Ultimate, man. I don't know how you follow up a game like this. But, uh, well, I mean, I guess as players you could follow it up with Smash Flash 2, because it sounds pretty cool. Now we are on to my next track. So we started out tonight, today, whatever time it is you're listening to this. Uh, you can tell we always record in the evenings, because I'm always saying tonight. We started out mm -hmm. this episode with an SNES track. And now we're going to move over to the Genesis. More specifically, the Mega Drive, where it first came out in 1989. Fantasy Star 2 was published by Sega. And this game actually came out a couple of months before Final Fantasy dropped on the NES in the West. So Fantasy Star had already been around a little bit when Square brought out their big guns with the game that ended up saving the company. From Fantasy Star 2, composed by Tokuhiko Uwabo, we are going to listen to Rise and Fall. or Fall by Tokuhiko Wabo from Fantasy Star 2. Kind of a different set of sounds from what we've been hearing. What do you think, Shukapau? 
That was quite nice. This, I think, is officially the oldest title in both of our episodes. You played the most recent title last time when you brought that Bravely Default track. This is... this is good stuff. This is definitely early um, Genesis music, but it's got those, those, uh, those sounds that I associate with it. Not really tinny, not in the same way that the chip was, but uh, this is really good stuff. This FM synth type stuff. Not really sure if that's FM synth. Anybody, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong there. But anyway, that early Genesis sound, I think it's probably better than what you would have heard in the first game, though, for the Master System. Because, God love it, the Master System did not have fantastic music. Uh, there were some, or sorry, it didn't have fantastic sound. It did have some really good music and stuff that was really well composed. But the sound quality of it was not always super great. Anyway, I'm rambling. What did you think of this one? Yes. It, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fun. It sounded more fun than a lot of the other ones we've heard. It also sounded more spacey, which Fantasy Star, even though it's got fantasy in the title, with a PH, by the way, is more of a, like a sci-fi type role-playing game. Um, apparently, the first game had like a first-person view uh, for dungeons and for battles, but this one uses a top-down perspective for exploration and a third-person view in battles. Um, a little note about the music, apparently the snare sounds are much louder in the Japanese version, even <laughs> though the tracks are otherwise identical. Not sure why. Um, Takuhiko Uwabo is called simply Bo on many titles. Um, he worked on sound porting for the Master System and then moved into a, a sound advisory role during the, the Genesis or Mega Drive era. Um, he worked at, in that capacity on a lot of big series like Space Harrier, Afterburner, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, but his composing titles were limited mostly to the Fantasy Star series, although he did do the music for or Alex Kidd in Miracle World for the Master System, which is one of the better soundtracks on that system. Uh, yeah. So, Fantasy Star. Oh, last little bit of trivia here. Uh, two things for you. <laughs> um, the protector of the planet who you're trying to figure out um, why it started malfunctioning is called Mother Brain. <laughs> yeah, so apparently, um, I don't know, maybe this is like... Uh, an unofficial uh, prequel to Metroid, and Mother Brain ends up malfunctioning and then mutating into a hideous monster that is like the leader of the space pirates or something. I don't know much about Metroid mythology, actually. Uh, but, second bit of interesting trivia, 1989, Fantasy Star 2 was the first video game to use a 6 megabit cartridge, making it the biggest video game on a console at that time. Da, 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 da. Anyway, ah, that's it for my third track. What is your number four tonight, Shukpao? Next up, I am going to play Fatalized from Tales of Symphonia. We knew this game was going to come up sometime. And, and this theme, the best one. from Tales of Symphonia, released in 2003 for the GameCube and PS2 by Namco, and... I don't know if it was by Motoi Sakuraba. 
Motoy Sakuraba, who I think is the MVP for this because we have played four of his tracks. And now last time you said that we were going to have two different songs by Nobuo Uematsu this episode, but then I reminded you that we'd already played the one from Fantasy Life that you were going to pick, so you decided to sub in the Golden Sun theme that we heard earlier tonight. But back to Sakuraba. Uh, I think that the four tracks we've played now everybody will be able to tell kind of what I have said before about how he has a signature style, but within that, he does show some variety, and he's a very talented composer. I'm surprised it's taken you this long to play this track. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. Because we've already played Full Force and Beat the Angel, and uh, Full Force was on Episode 7, uh, the Sword Songs episode in Season 1, and Beat the Angel was all the way back on Episode 3, uh, Rivals, Rogues, and Frenemies in Season 1. Uh, both of those are great tracks. This one, though, this one is this is really good, man. I like it a lot. Why do you... Uh, is Fatalize your favorite battle theme, you think, from Tales of Symphonia? Um, probably, yeah. Which is weird, because it plays in, like, three battles in the game. What battles does this play in? Um, let's see. There's, like, a couple specific character battles, like, one of which, like, it's, uh, the ninja character that joins your team later. Ah, uh, classic, the ninja character in the very, a fantasy RPG. I love it. Very, um, uh, early 2000s, 90s female JRPG character. Yay. Ah, uh, yeah. kind of a fan service type design. You know what that means? Mithra! Uh, yeah, okay, you do. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, even now, you just said Mithra, which is a game from, you know, like, three years ago, so some things ever change. Um, Mithra, of course, being one of the two recently released characters for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. You haven't heard from Xenoblade so far in these episodes either. Hmm, interesting. Anyway... Yeah, that was good. Anything else to say about Fatalize before we move on to my penultimate track of the night? Uh, yeah, the music you hear right now under our talking comes from Super Smash Flash 2. It's the Smash Flash 2 version of Fatalize. Smash Flash 2 has a lot of RPG battle covers in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll just have to do a game spotlight on Super Smash Flash 2 sometime. That sounds like it'd be fun. Alright, well... Coming to another game that I have heard of quite a bit before, but I think is still kind of lesser known. It's probably on, like, the uh, the Albert Odyssey tier of RPGs, whatever that would be. Um, this next song is from Ark the Lad 3. Don't know anything at all about this series. And I don't really know about this composer either, Masahiro Ando, except for what I've looked up and what I will share with you when we get back. But this track is really cool. I think that you specifically will like it. In fact, your taste in music is why I selected this track out of some of the other ones I could have used here. Um, the composer is, as I said, Masahiro Ando. This is Battle One from Arc the Lad 3.
That was Battle 1 from Arc the Lad 3, composed by Masahiro Ando. Shukpao, what do you think? Uh, that was good. I liked that. Yep. Can you tell why I thought you might like this track, specifically? Yeah, jazz and orchids. <laughs> yeah, Skeletroy, those orchids were for you. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the sort of jazziness, that, that cool organ sound. Um, so Ando is also known as the leader of the Japanese fusion band. Fusion is kind of a... It, fusion is like fusion of jazz and funk, so it's a specific subset of jazz music. The band is called T-Square, and he is also one-third of the Japanese funk super band Oto Trio. His video game work is, is pretty much just relegated to Arc Lad and Gran Turismo, two pretty big series which he worked on between 1995 and 2010. And yeah, like I said, don't really know anything about the Arc the Lad games. Apparently their style of gameplay is very similar to Fire Emblem, where you're like moving units around a grid and it's got like a rock, paper, scissors style strategy. <laughs> but yeah, so it sounds like it might be interesting. The the artwork is pretty cool. But yeah, I just thought that was a that was a cool, funky little track. Um, we've had quite a bit of variety on these two episodes. Some really good stuff. I think so far, my favorite track out of all of the ones that we have played on both episodes. I think for sheer weirdness, I might just have to give it to that Albert Odyssey track we played last time, um, Assault. The one that like just went all those kinds of weird places and started out with the raw guitar and marimba <laughs> combo. And that one, but also I really like the big flashy stuff like the um, Bravely Default 2 theme that you brought and uh, Battlefield Storm, the Yuzoka Shiro uh, track from Eternal Odyssey. I really like stuff like that. But really, my full-on favorite track of the night is going to be my last pick this evening. Or my f favorite track of both episodes is going to be my last pick from this evening. Because it's really meaningful to me right now. But, before we get to that, we have to hear your final track and see if it's going to be a meaningful choice. I mean, it's going to be Chronos Ritters. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. This game has uh, quite a few battle themes in it, too. Which one are you going to go with to close out your 10 Final, Fan Final Fantasy? Your 10, <laughs> 10 RPG battle themes that you have chosen. Um, this is going to be Boss Battle 2, the cool one. <laughs> <laughs> They're all cool. Now, Battle 1 was actually composed by the one, the, the third composer on this soundtrack, uh, Noriko Matsueda, who um, is... She was active between 95 and uh, 2005, didn't do a whole lot. I think she's most known for her work on the Front Mission series, which Yoko Shimomura also worked on, and Bahama Lagoon, which I believe she was the only composer for. That game has a cool soundtrack, and you, you don't hear about it a whole lot. But anyway, of course, um, Nobuo Uematsu contributed to some of this soundtrack, but all of the other battle themes besides Battle 1 were composed by who, Shugapau? Very good music. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, that did kind of sound like my, uh, my thing that I usually say. Yeah. But, but no, come on. Who's the composer? Wait, Snorri Matsuda. Did you really say that? I think so. Maybe. No, no, I did not. I okay. didn't. All right, say it again. Yasunori Matsuda. Say it again. Say it louder. <laughs> <laughs> Yasunori Matsuda. And this is Boss Battle 2 from... Chrono Trigger. <laughs>
Alright, and that was a boss battle 2 from Chrono Trigger, released in 1995 by Square for the SNES and composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. Yeah, Chrono Trigger, a game that is not unfamiliar to listeners of this podcast. A lot of battle themes in this one. I don't know if we played any of them before, so why, why do you think you focus in on this one? Just because it's the cool one, like you said? Well, I mean, I just, I guess I just wanted to mix it up a bit. Okay. Like, you know. We've been mixing it up quite a bit on these episodes. Uh, this is really cool. Do you remember what it is that like, signifies the battles that you hear this music for as opposed to the other music? Is it just like these are the bigger, badder bosses? I guess they're just the later bosses. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I think the big, I, there's the big one. I think I remember this playing when you fight the, the Tyranno uh, boss. In the past, like the ancient past, the big like Tyrannosaurus-looking dude. I think so. The, yeah. the Tyran thingy. Yeah, the Tyran. Russ. Russ Tyranno. Ru- <laughs> yes. Well, okay. That's the, that's the end game one, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. We have heard from you know some new stuff to the podcast tonight. New games we haven't heard from before. We've also heard from some old classics like. Tales of Symphonia and Chrono Trigger. And we are going to close out our 20 RPG battle tracks with another one, another game that we have heard from several times, I think. We've actually heard one of the battle themes from this game two times. The That track is called You Will Know Our Names. <laughs> Wow, those waveforms are really something. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you will know our names. We're going to talk a little bit about why it's called that, because we didn't before, because we didn't really know. You will recall our names. Yeah, that's also also what it's called. From Xenoblade Chronicles 2. No. What? The original Xenoblade Chronicles. What? Yeah, you will know our names is from Xenoblade Chronicles. Well, what about you will recall our names? You will recall our names is also from Xenoblade. It, it might. It does appear in Xenoblade Chronicles too, because spoiler alert, I guess one of the DLC characters for that is Shulk. You can unlock him, and if you have Shulk in your party, then that becomes one of the like the the named monster um, fight themes. But it is not. It doesn't play in Xeno Two until you get Shulk. I don't think. Um, okay, well, they put that in, only on the Cloud Sea of Oris, and I've been lied to. Huh. In Smash. Huh. At least I don't think it's on Gore Plane. They included uh, it with Pyra and Mithra. Yeah, yeah, they did. I, I don't think it's on Gore Plane either, which is weird. But uh, we've also played, or heard, the um, battle theme from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which is very good, and which Yukapau wanted to play tonight, but I... I vetoed that. Even though we do have the rule that if you played a track in an earlier season, you can play it again if it really fits. There was just so much good stuff for this episode that I thought we might as well play all new things. So, uh, But what we are going to listen to, this one also has two slightly different names. Um, the first one is One Who Gets In Our Way. Uh, the other track that I see on the official soundtrack is An Obstacle In Our Path. This was composed by Ace Plus. It is from Xenoblade Chronicles. And this is sort of the boss battle music from that game. Uh, We'll talk a little more about that when we get back. And kind of like last week with Paper Mario, I'm going to throw a little bit of an Easter egg in on this one as well. Ooh, delicious.
And that was An Obstacle in Our Path, composed by Ace Plus for Xenoblade Chronicles. And as you heard there at the end, rearranged also by Ace Plus for Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. This game originally came out on the Wii in 2010, and then later the Switch in 2020. And it was developed by Monolith Soft and published by Nintendo. So, Shukapow, what do you think of this track? Is it as good as uh, some of the other Xenoblade stuff we've heard? Yes. <laughs> I love that part right before the one-minute mark where it's like the... the <laughs> oh, it's so cool. And the, the real instruments in the Switch version are, are very good. But it also just shows you just how good the original music in this game was. Uh, of course, the, the the sound director on this game was Yasunori Mitsuda, and he also composed the ending theme. A lot of the tracks were composed by Yoko Shimomura. Hanami Kyoto also worked on this soundtrack. And Ace Plus. Uh, we've talked about them a little bit before. Ace is a duo, and then Ace Plus a trio of musical artists. Uh, Tomori Kudo and um, Hiroyo Yamanaka, also called Chico, were the original Ace duo. And then the plus sign was added when Kenji Hiramatsu joined the group. Uh, they composed and arranged several tracks for the first in a blade and other things, and uh, they also... Um, worked uh, Ace and Hiramatsu worked separately on Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which is interesting. He didn't work with them on that when he actually did his own stuff. But they did reunite to record and remaster tracks for the Definitive Edition, uh, four tracks in total, including this one. Hmm. Um, and in a blog, Chico, one of the two members of the original Ace, um, around the time that Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition was released, mentioned how nostalgic it was to get to record as a string quartet and use live instruments um, and reunite with the original composing team for this game in the same studio where they recorded the music for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and its uh, sort of spin-off prequel, Torna the Golden Country. So, the other two main battle themes in this game, because there are also like cutscene battle themes, uh, prologue battle themes, there's an ending battle, uh, but the three main themes in this game are this one, there's also Time to Fight, which is like the normal monster theme, and then of course you will know our names, or you will recall our names. In the Xenoblade games, you fight different types of monsters. You've got like regular monsters, which just sometimes the music can differ depending on if they attack you or if you attack them or how high level they are. Then you have boss encounters, like story battles. But then you have in every area there are certain enemies that they're not called by their species like other ones are. They're called by a name. And it's, it's a named enemy. And when you fight them is when you will know our names place. So it's not like the main characters telling the enemies, you're going to remember us. It's the enemy character saying, you will know our name, because it actually literally says their name on the screen. So it's cool. And I have heard this a lot. The reason that I sub this in to close this out is I've been playing a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition lately, because you and I went in together and got it for Christmas. Yeah, I, I need to start playing it. But... Yeah, when I finally decided I was going to jump into a big meaty game again, it was either going to be this or Final Fantasy X, so I guess X is going to be the next one I get into. I've actually had X a year longer, <laughs> but I've been waiting to play Xenoblade Chronicles for a long time. I almost picked it up for the Wii a couple of times when I found it. But I'm glad I waited, because this version, it's really cool, it's very smooth. Uh, I think it brought some quality of life improvements to like the, the HUD system and just some of the pacing in the game. And it also has made it a little bit easier if you don't want to get bogged down grinding and stuff. You can just switch over to a slightly easier mode and get through some of the story stuff. Because the story is really what these games are about. I'm not going to spoil anything at all for anybody who hasn't played it yet, because I came into it largely spoiler-free. I did know kind of one major plot point, but that hasn't ruined it for me. And getting to know these characters and these gorgeous, huge worlds um, and watching this story unfold has been really, really cool and really rewarding. The battle system in this game is interesting. I'm not going to get too into it, but Shukapow, just so you know... It's a, it's a real-time battle system. Everything happens. It's not turn-based at all. You automatically attack. Like, when you get close enough to a monster, you're going to hit it without pushing any buttons. 
but you can also choose special attacks called arts that have different effects. Uh, some of them are just stronger attacks, some of them will um, debuff or nerf the enemy, like they'll make it stagger or they'll make it sleep or it'll poison it or something like that. And then there are other ones that take away debuffs on your team or buff up your team. And there's a gauge that slowly fills up and if that gauge fills then you can do a chain attack where you can pick in turn each of your three characters that's in battle at that point and each of them gets to do a move on the enemy like in succession so you can set up chain reactions and things uh, you can't switch characters in the middle of a battle but you can change out characters including whoever your lead party member is so you get to experiment with different play styles and it's really a lot of fun my three favorite characters to play as right now are um, Dunban, Ricky, and Shulk. And yes, join, Dunban, the mentor character, joins you later. I don't think that's too much of a spoiler. Um, I also really like Sharla, who you meet in the second major area of the game. Um, she's a, kind of a sniper character, but also a healer, which is really interesting. And so, yeah, but I also, I, I, I don't like playing as him too much, but he's a great support character. Ryan is a fantastic character. It's um, Ryan time. Yeah. No, it's Ryan time, uh, which she totally stole for Smash. <laughs> and, I'm really feeling it. And Melia, who comes up later in the game, um, is also really cool. I haven't played with her too much, but she's also a really good support character, and I like her role in the story. Um, you get to play with Fiora a little bit in the early stage, but I didn't really get to play with her enough to um, know how... Um, how she would do as like the lead character or anything but she was a lot of fun really great character as well but that's all of my rambling for this uh, as I mentioned you wanted to play the Xenoblade 2 battle theme so I have decided to go ahead and let that play a little bit under our talking here as we finish up and what did we decide was gonna be the blooper reel for this this one Oh yeah, we were uh, gonna yeah, Frankie, Frankie. Yeah, Frankie from Earthbound. We were gonna stick with the uh, with the mother uh, blooper reel theme, and I love that the, the Frankie battle theme is perfect for for a blooper reel because it's <laughs> it's kind of silly, but well, like like the mother games. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is going to do it. Everyone, let us know how you liked these two episodes. How do you like this format? Do you prefer the slightly longer uh, fourteen track big thing or? Uh, big episode, or do you like these slightly shorter 10-track episodes, but hearing two in consecutive weeks? Um, I might be able to um, to work this out if enough people tell me that they like it. So, just let us know. You can reach out at verygoodmusicvgm at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube by googling Very Good Music VGM Podcast. Shukapal, where can they find you? Flat.io, where I just did my final boss theme. Yeah, you finished your first final boss theme. Second final boss. Theme. Second th <laughs> final boss theme. But this yeah. is the first one was like a year or so back. Well, it was still good, and yeah, uh, definitely check that out. You can find them on Flat.io at uh, Lloyd Irving for Smash. Yes. Where else can they find you? On Twitter at Shukapow. Yeah, and Shukapow is on Twitter quite a bit. I would love for more folks and to interact thing. with him on the podcast and uh, you know tell your friends tell everybody about it uh, rate us and review us on your podcatcher of choice we're on pretty much all of them our home is at anchor.fm slash vgmvgm and something that's not been used very often but is really cool if you would like to have your voice on the show make a request anything like that uh, you can leave a voicemail on anchor you can just uh, talk into your laptop's microphone or your your phone and uh, you know record us a little message and we'll play it on the show if you would like to be guaranteed a spot on the um, request line or if you would like the chance to guest on a show or pick out a whole track list or uh, other um, sundry perks and benefits you can join our patreon at www.patreon.com slash vgmvgm and we are going to thank our lovely patrons Shukapow, who are some of our patrons Alex the Messenger Messenger Kung Fu Carlito of the Heroes 3 Podcast The Last Rican, aka Daryl yeah, Pokemon man Forrest Shamlian, the uh, creator of the Castle Corp series on YouTube Skeletroy yeah, the Dr. Original. Mario. Yeah, he recently released a SNES Thrash remix of Dr. Mario. 
the original Thrash Canadian. Also, Ryan Steele, the composer of the Catlandia soundtracks. And um, our mysterious newest patron, Nathan. Let us know who you are, man. We really want to listen. We really want to hear from you. Anyway, um, yeah. And Alex also recently reached a landmark 50th episode. Congratulations, sir. Uh, I recently was a guest on a couple of podcasts over on the Level Down Games Network. I got to join Brian on BG Media once again, where we talked about one of my favorite composers, Jake Kaufman. And then I got to join Kyle on The Media Files, a pop culture podcast that has really blown up. We talked about one of our favorite shows, uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which has nothing to do with video game music, but does have a lot to do with music. That's a really fantastic little show. So if you want to hear me ramble on a little bit more, you can go check those out over on the Level Down Games Network. Once again, that was the Jake Kaufman episode of BG Mania and the Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist episode of The Media Files. Uh, you can, like I said, check out Shukapow's work on Flat.io, and you can interact with us in all of those ways I just mentioned. We seriously love to hear from you all. It's one of our favorite parts of doing this show. Shukapow, do you remember what we're doing next time? I know you love it when I ask you this. Huh. Well, earlier, I mentioned that we played Beat the Angel on Episode 3 of Season 1. Do you remember what that was? Play Beat the Angel, which is when you fight... The, on the Angel Man thing. Kratos. Um, yes. Kratos. Um, yes. Who is Lloyd's rival in Tales of Symphonia. Next week, we are doing our first ever sequel episode. Now, do you remember what it is? Yeah, yeah Rivals are in front of me, too. Yeah! 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 So we're going to play a lot of our favorite rival tracks that we didn't get to play last time. If you would like to get a taste of what we're going to be doing here, and don't mind listening to some really early era podcasting, uh, go back and listen to episode 3-1. For a long time, it was our most downloaded episode. And so, yeah, I hope you all enjoy that, and I hope you enjoy it in two weeks when you hear from us again. And, yeah, man, I can't believe that... It's only going to be our third one. Of course, this one was kind of a, a third episode, so uh, cheating a little bit. But, anywho, um, yeah, I think that's going to be it. Shukapow, you got anything else? Not really. <laughs> okay. Well, we did kind of already do our stinger for the episode, even though it was by accident with very good music. So I won't spring that here at the end. But I will say, as I always do, that everyone, until next time, remember to play very good games, be very good people, and keep listening to... Very good music. Uh, are there is there any other music to place on this one? Do you know of? What? Wait, wait, <laughs> see that? What's it gonna be? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's alright. Uh, we have to have some of your noise making, noise, or sorry, decision making noises so I can put something in the blooper reel. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good dog water. <laughs> All right. Uh, Emma one nine three. You forgot to ask me already. Uh, okay, so it's it's actually Emma one nine four Alvarado. Yeah, one nine four. Yes. Yeah, hold it. Emma one nine four Alver Alvarado. <laughs> cool. Cool beans. Wow, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> Nobody says that anymore. <laughs> uh, it sounds like it's kind of a no cat. Misty, go over here. Come on. <laughs> she squeaked. Misty wants to be on the recording too. <laughs> oh, she is. She squeaked. She did a squeak. <laughs> All right. Huh. But what do you have for us? I can't talk tonight. I'm adding in lots of extra consonants.
Research, 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 research. <laughs> no! Ugh. Trying to get up. And YouTube ads. And we are going to. Can I talk now? Composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. How many more of those can we do? Mm -hmm.